It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The Washington Wizards drop. <laughs> they get blown out, matter of fact. 117 to 94 in Cleveland. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly tonight. TGIF, we're going to keep it short tonight. I know everybody, it's Friday night, so we can try to be as positive as we can, but we're going to, let's talk about it tonight, y'all, next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again from Locked On Wizards. Thank you again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the uh, Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So, wow. The Wizards get humbled. They get blown out on the road, 117-94 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're going to talk about the good and the bad and the ugly. Um, we're going to get into some comments, and then we're going to call it a night because I know it's Friday night. I'm going to try to get y'all out of here, but let's grieve together. So <laughs> let's start it out. As you know, the again, the Wizards fall 117-94. to um, I said in the previous episode, I said on Twitter, um, this game and tomorrow night's game were must-win games. And, again, this is just – this game highlighted everything that was wrong with this franchise, with this team. So let's get into it. How did we lose this game? Well, let's start out with the most obvious aspect, defense. Defense was abysmal. Defense was trash. I mean, we couldn't defend the perimeter. We couldn't defend the paint. We couldn't roll with them in transition. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure they beat us on the jog to the to the court for the locker room. I mean, it, it was abysmal, man. It, 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 was, it was terrible. Defense was a non-factor. They did whatever they wanted to do. Um, if you look at this, uh, Mobley, Mitchell, and Garland combined for 64 points. Uh, with Jared Allen out, you know, I thought that we could have controlled the paint a lot more. We didn't. But uh, let's get into more about why we lost this game. Uh, obviously, defense again. Uh, points off turnovers. Well, we'll start with turnovers. 17 turnovers. The Cavaliers, JB Bickstaff, they did their scouting. They knew that we were a sloppy basketball team, and they took advantage of the 17 turnovers. And they got 21 points off of our 17 turnovers. So they capitalized off of our turnovers. Again, the sloppiness shows. Uh, Bradley Bill bringing the ball up again, uh, bouncing the ball off his foot again. It's just same issues we've had all year long. And it, it feels like you're, we're saying the same thing. We're a broken record, man. I mean, the same thing all year long, even with wins. I mean, it's just um, points in the paint, 78 points in the paint for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Again, in the paint. I felt like with Jared Allen being out, we should have been more dominant in the paint with Gaff and KP. And we're going to talk about a star unit in a little bit, but, you know, it didn't matter. Evan Mobley stepped it up for um, with the absence of Jared Allen. And, you know, 78 points in the paint is just abysmal, man. Um, 
Let's see and look at my notes. That is the those are the biggest reasons, man. 78 points in the paint, turnovers. Uh, they pushed the pace. 17 points on fast break points. So they caught our defense off guard. This is our MO. We're terrible in transition. You know, teams know this. You know, they're gonna they're gonna get the rebound, they're gonna push the pace. Because we we are so slow in transition, we we don't know how to communicate. Our defensive rotations are slow. You know, again, wide open jumpers were a problem in transition, you know, not accounting for three-point shooters. It's just our defense is so bad, man. It, it is so bad. Um, those are the biggest reasons for this loss. You know, I'm gonna reiterate real quick defense. Just every aspect of the defense was trash. Uh again, 17 uh 21 points off turnovers, 17 fast break points, 17 turnovers, and they score 70 points in the paint. Those are the big reasons why we lost this game. So looking at the first unit, uh Monte Morris, 10 points. He did what he could. Uh Bradley Bill, 22 points, but he shot eight for 18, one for three from the three-point line. And again, you know, he wasn't the only one of the, of the solid three. If you look at the solid three, combine 11 turnovers tonight. 11 out of the 17 turnovers were from the solid three. So that tells you right there. I mean, as fun as it can be to watch, you know, when they're at their worst, it shows. that This core, this solid three, man, they play like crap tonight. Now, yeah, Kisper, or not Kisper, we're going to get it to him in a little bit. But uh, KP, 20 points, 9 rebounds, but he shot uh, 7 for 16. Now, there was a lot of – I'm not going to say this loss is on officiating, but you're in Cleveland, and Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, um, they got the hometown treatment. They got the star treatment. They got a lot of calls. And, you know, and, and it showed, you know, Chris Abazinga's got a T. You know, very there's a lot of frustration tonight for this team. You know, a lot of calls, but you you can't, you can't stand around and complain. you got to try to fight because, you know, the playoff time, man, every road game is going to – the cards are going to be stacked against you. So, you know, that's why I was hoping for this team to, you know, to kind of have going to this playoff matchup because this is a playoff matchup. Look, Cleveland's fourth in the East. So they have aspirations to challenge in the East. You know, this is the type of game where, you know, I, I say it all the time, man. It's a miserable stick game. You know, we find out who we are by playing teams like Cleveland, by playing teams like Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. I mean, the list goes on. New York. Um, The list goes on. And we barely got by the Pistons not too long ago. And yeah, we blew them out the last game, but the Pistons were are pretty much the equivalent of a G League team, man, with eight players out. I mean, Cleveland smoked us. They smoked us. I mean, it's just, let's, let's look at the rest of this um starting unit. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, seven points, very underwhelming. Foul trouble most of the game, five uh, five fouls. So he, you know, he's barely on the court because there's foul trouble. Um, we talked about Bill KP Gaff, six points, five rebounds, kind of an underwhelming game. So this starting unit just didn't show up tonight. Uh, Bradley Bill and, uh, and KP, yeah, they scored 20 plus, but you know, outside of that, Morris did what he could, but the starting unit was just, it was very underwhelming. Uh, looking at the second unit, DeLon Wright, four points, you know, his defense was there, but again, you know, underwhelming uh, scoring wise, uh, Kendrick Nunn, five points, Johnny Davis, four points, but let me say this, man. You 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 see the potential with Johnny Davis. You know, he he really is. He has a lot of confidence. He's really, really looking good, man. You know, I get it four points, but man, he, he's really showing a lot of potential and a lot of confidence, man. So now if you give him playing time, I we need to give him playing time. We need to see what we got in Johnny Davis this second half because I'm gonna make a statement. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through this this bench real quick. Well, I'm gonna make, make a statement that I think a lot of us already know about this season, man. But um Rounding out the bench, Denny, two points. Again, 18 minutes. He, you know, could he gotten more minutes? Yeah, but you know, the start unit's back. So you, you know, you, you he's pretty much going to get 
anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes a night. But two points, you know, you're expecting more. He got he has some looks, you know, his shot wasn't dropping. But Kispert was the lone bright spot of the second unit. Uh 12 points, five for six, two from three for three-point line. So he is proficient. Kispert has been the best bench player in the second half. You know, Denny, defense-wise, yes, he's been on point. Uh, but his his points have been a little inconsistent. But as far as scoring-wise and being that scoring punch off the bench, Corey Kispert has really stepped up in the second half. Um, and really talking about second half, let's slide back into the second unit. Kyle Kuzma has been struggling since the All-Star break. You know, it's very noticeable. I know a lot of you guys see it. You know, he has struggled a lot. He has struggled since coming back from the All-Star break, and it shows. You know, you want to get $20, $25 million, man, you've got to step it up. You've got to step it up. You know, you, you know tonight, very underwhelming. So looking at the uh, starting the second unit, very underwhelming. You know, you had okay performances, you know, 22 from Bill, 20 from KP, and Kispert looked well. But overall, we just got blown out. You know, the Cleveland is just, just so much just so much better than we are. And it just shows, man. You know, they're just – they're ready for the playoffs, and – Clearly, we're ready for the lottery because we're so inconsistent. And like I said before, man, the same issues come to haunt this team. And, and the lack of adjustments, it comes back on West, man. You know, the lack of adjustments. Defense has been abysmal all year. Like, where's the, where's the adjustments, man? You know, turnovers, an issue all year. Points in the paint, issue, rebounding. I mean, the same issues. It's like you really got to take a look at this at the head, head coaching position going into the offseason, man, because the lack of adjustments shows that, you know, look, maybe he's not ready to be a head coach. Maybe maybe it's time to go out there and look. I mean, depending on the direction, I mean, and the reason I say that is because, you know, if, we're, if we go into a rebuild, because quite frankly, there's a possibility we could. Um, because if we miss the plan or we go in first round and out, I don't see uh, Kyle Kuzma staying unless the money's really that serious that he wants to stay. Um, KP, I mean, why would they want to stay, man? Why would they want to stay? That's the question. Why would they want to stay? So it's just, again, a very abysmal loss for this team. You know, I felt like this was must win. And it, it just shows we're not ready for the playoffs. We're not ready for the plan. Even if we make the plan, you know, if we get a gentleman sweep, that's a victory. But we're, we're just not ready, man. We're not ready. We're not there yet. And it's just it, it's show tonight. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and move on. Uh, I'm gonna um, like I said, it's gonna be a short episode tonight. Um, I'm going through. Um, we're gonna go into the ad, and then we're gonna go through some comments, and we're gonna call it a night, man, because I know a lot of y'all need a beer. Because Lord have mercy, watching that game, man, you are gonna need some brandy. So before we move on to comments, man, and talking about tomorrow night's game against the Kings at home, tonight's episode is brought to you by Fanduel. The tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download Fanduel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. I know me and E, we both love same-game parlays, man. So, I mean, if you're new to FanDuel, I definitely recommend parlays. Man, it's the easiest way for us to kind of get paid. Uh, so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the National Basketball. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Association. So uh, before we get into comments, and then we're going to go ahead and call it tonight, man, because, man, the beer is talking to me, y'all. Um, tomorrow night, uh, we, we try to get back in the win column, Sacramento. Uh, we, we're at home against Sacramento at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, so definitely tune in and show your support. I know it's getting hard, but, you know, look, we got to support this team, man. You know, we, we had to try to support this team. Um, so looking at the Kings real quick, I'm not going to go through a full preview and I uh, or keys to victory because, you know, like I said, the same issues arise with this team. I think if I say one thing, if we have a chance to beat Sacramento, is consistency. Look at what works and do it. We know what works. Ball movement, selfish or selfless basketball. It works. Simple. That's it, man. You know, leadership has to show. You know, leadership from Bradley Bill has to show. Kyle Kuzma's got to wake up, you know, because he's just look, he's not himself since all star break, man. So we need leadership and we need consistency if we want to change because Sacramento, they can easily smack us around at home, man. Look, their their coach is probably gonna get coach of the year. You know, this team, you know, Sabonis must have been that last piece, man, because you know, they got a nice squad. And like I said, if we if we play around and we you know have our heads down, being sad on the court, man, playing around. Sacramento can give us the business tomorrow night. Easy. So, you know, if, if anything for a prediction, I'm going to say we got to play team basketball if we want a chance to win this game at home. So, um, again, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, Sacramento's in D.C., and we're going to try to get in the win column, man. But let's get into comments because I see a lot of comments, man. And, again, appreciate y'all, man, for showing up Friday night. You know everybody's ready to enjoy their Friday night. So try to get some comments and call it night. So, started off, comment, numero uno. What's going on, man? Desan, I knew the Detroit game was a fluke. We can never beat good teams. Who's playing hurt and Bill playing hot potato with the ball is never a good thing. Same issue all year long. Bradley Bill bringing the ball up, dribbling too much, and turning the ball over. You know, from the standpoint of Bradley Bill, you know, you got to work on some more moves, man. The step back every time just ain't working. Uh, it's just not working. You're becoming very predictable on the offensive end. You know, you had few moves. You know, you got to widen your repertoire if you want to bring the ball up. Because I don't think he needs to bring the ball up, man. I just – Lord knows we need a point guard in D.C. You know, Monte Morris, he, he's done okay stepping into that role starting point guard, but we need a point guard. You know, Monte is just not it as a starting point guard. He's best served on second unit. But I agree with you, man. Detroit game was a fluke. We blew out, we blew out a team that had eight guys hurt. And then we're pumping our chests out like we about to do something, man. Like, nah, we beat the Pistons. It's like a 40-year-old man going up to a 10-year-old and punching him and talking about, look what you look what I did. Nah, man. <laughs> You're 40. Nah, man. Nah. It's just, we if we're serious about contending, we have to be Cleveland. We have to be Boston. We, I mean, it's just too. It's just, yeah, it, it, it's abysmal to watch, man. The defense is horrible in this team. So I agree with you. Uh, Kuz, I do believe he might be playing hurt. But then, again, that's on coaching. That's on organization. What are you, you're not, what are you playing for? Why play Kuz if he's hurt? If he's indeed is hurt? I mean, you're really, you're really treating the playing spot like we rushing to make – I mean, it's, come on, man. Get, stop. You know, if he's hurt, sit him. You know, I, I, don't, I don't get what the, what the motivation is for this franchise. Um, Israeli fandom, what's going on with you? Wow, this team is horrible. Yeah. 
Uh, bad coaching and bad play. Denny should be the number one option as well as primary ball handler, not Brad. Well, I'm going to say this, man. <laughs> um, Denny has a lot of potential, man. And yes, ball handler in certain situations. Now on the first unit, no. Um, maybe in certain situations if he starts, but with this lineup the way it is, he's not going to be starting too much unless injury happened. But um, number one option, nah, man. I, I, no, 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 no. Um, you could argue four. Fourth option on this team, but not number one, man. And, and, and he shouldn't be. You know, he's just, he's, nah. <laughs> nah, I definitely appreciate the comment, man, but I, I just don't believe he should be the number one option. I think that on the second unit, absolutely. Um, him and Kisper should be battling for that number one scoring option off the bench. But as far as on the team overall, nah, I can't agree with that, man. But thank you for your comment. I definitely agree with bad coaching and bad play. The coaching is abysmal. Uh, he's just he's just just a non-factor he just stands there yeah i mean to his credit i don't know what's being said in the locker room but to me it screams no leadership on this team no leadership and no care you know maybe he's yelling i don't know i don't want to be that guy but you know the fact of the matter is you're a bad defensive team and you came over here as a defensive coach so you know that it is what it is um so again appreciate your israeli fandom uh tank for scoop are we certain we want to keep Gaff. I love that he seems to care, but his man is so inconsistent. One game, he can have 20 points, six blocks in the game, he can have two. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, foul trouble has been an issue, has been his MO, his time in D.C. Um, a lot of potential. Going forward, I, it, it's a lot of uncertainty, man. You know, with him going into an extension and with a lot of uncertainty with KP, he might very well be the starter for the next couple of years. And then in the rebuild, why not? But you know, it's just a lot of uncertainty. You know, it as far as Gaff, man, he's here. You know, there's really no reason to move him. And really, who's going to take him considering the, the current mold of a modern-day NBA center? You know, he can't shoot from an arc. He, he can't really create a shot for himself, you know. And, and it's nothing against Gaff. I mean, he's an old-school center, and I like Gaff. I'm a big fan of Gaff. And he is consistent, but now nah, he's here, man. He's, he's not going anywhere. Um, Let's see. Again, appreciate everybody. A lot of we're all really saying the same thing. Um, all saying the same thing. Bad, uh, bad coaching. Why they uh, Coos play? I get it. Uh, Evan Dean, what's going on, man? I hate Wes. It's like he doesn't even care. He just stands there and watches. No emotion though. Yeah, from the outside looking in, it looks like that. No emotion. Not digging in. Look, you know, look. A lot of these iconic coaches would dig into people. They didn't care. You know, your Pat Riley's man. Your Phil Jackson. You know these championship coaches, man. You know, you could say Doc Rivers, man, but I, I personally think Doc Rivers is overrated. One championship, you know, and he continues to get hit coaching gigs, and I don't get it, but, you know, but he is a coach that has gotten a lot out of his teams, man. You know, the Clippers, bought, you know, um, Philadelphia, you know, Boston, but, you know, these, these championship coaches, man, dig into players. They, they they require a lot out of players, man. This whole, you know, oh, you know, and handing off to Brad. Look, Brad's a player, not the coach. Be a coach. Be the coach, just like Tommy Shepard. Don't be, don't let Brad be the GM. Be the GM. Do your job. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm gonna end it with that, man. Um, Sheldon T. As much as we may want to be good, it's clear the talent and coaching on this team isn't on the same level with a legit top team in the East. Thank you, Bill and Ku's Silly turnovers are getting old. You, your comment is spot on. You know, we we this solid three tries to advertise themselves as something as a commodity that's ready to challenge and or not then tonight's show there's a clear difference between that top five and top six teams in the east and everybody else especially the wizards we play like a playing team we play like a lot of team. we didn't play like a playing team 
you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers came in here or didn't come in here at home, did whatever they wanted. They did whatever they wanted. And it just defense is just, you know, his MO is defense and it's year two of being a may, meh, or mediocre defensive team. And you got to look at that position going forward, man, especially in the offseason. Um, Siva, it seems like every player is getting worse as the season progresses. Maybe except Kispert. Yep. There's no team spirit, no smart moves, except to give the ball to one of the not-so-solid three. Shane. <laughs> yep. Hit the nail on the head. You know, it's just this second half has been terrible, man. I really felt like we could have made some progression in this second half. It really, really challenged for a six seed. But it, you know what? We are who we are. You know, these issues we have, whether it's defense every single game or rebounding or, you know, turnovers or points in paint given, it's the same issues all year round. And it's a lack of adjustments from coaching and the players. You know, it's just a lack of adjustments. And it's just we are where we are. And we're a very mediocre team and very inconsistent. Um, let's see. Love in the comments, y'all. Ter- uh, Matt's a terrible loss. Who this game was the game that makes the team throw the look. I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. I, I for most of the year, I was a guy who believed that we should rebuild. We need to go ahead and hit the rebuild button. We need to go ahead and rebuild and rebuild this organization from GM all the way down. But we, you know, and you know, when they started really making some progression with the solid three, I was saying, all right, you know, because I at the end of the day, I'm a Wizards fan, man. I want to see us win. I don't, you know, I just want to see us win. I'm a 202 cat. DC sports, DC all day. You know, I just want to see us win, man. But you're right. You know, this season's over. You know, I don't, even if we somehow make the plan, we're not going to make the playoffs. And if we do, by some grace of God, we're one and done. I mean, it's just, the season's over. You know, if you look at the schedule going forward, we may win three games. We got Orlando twice. We got the Spurs. And those, and if you look at how inconsistent this team is, that's not even guaranteed. Season's over. You know, season's over. You know, we don't have to worry about the lottery pick thing, man, because, look, you're ready for the draft because the season's over. I don't, I, don't, I don't see where we go from here. It's too late in the game to be inconsistent, and there's a lack of care. And, you know, if you look at that turnover in the fourth quarter with Taj Gibson, you know, they, they were playing around, ball goes, nobody cares. You know, if you look at Kuz's face, nobody cares. He didn't care. Nobody cares. You know, everybody's ready for the offseason. And it's just this team, they quit. They quit on themselves, man. That, that's it because they're so inconsistent. And you really got to take a look at this team going forward, man, because I don't think you're going to see the solid three together next year. In my humble opinion, you know, I, if I had to put money on it, either Kuz and or KP, they both walk. Easy. Because why would you want to stay? What, 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 what is keeping KP and Kuz in D.C.? With the solid three, they're playing together. And, they, they, and we are barely getting past the Pistons. And we're barely getting past the Bulls. And it's just like, what are we doing? You, you Sample size, we're looking at it. We're looking at the solid three. And it just it's, it ain't happening. This is not the core that's going to challenge to become a contender. It's just not. So um, I think we definitely have to take advantage of this draft because there is buku talent in this draft, I'm trying to tell you. Um, Preach Wizards podcast. What's going on, man? The Wizards have such a tough time scoring consistently. Yep. Basketball is a game of runs, and man, do we have a tough time creating for us or creating them for us. Excuse me. Yep, absolutely. You are absolutely correct. And your next one is on point two. You work so hard to get stops on defense and just do nothing on offense. Inconsistency on every aspect of the game. We're inconsistent, man. Inconsistent. I'm going to go back to my man, Chimp. What's going on, man? How you doing tonight? 
effortless loss. Yep. Absolutely. Um, man, this is a long name. Self-made man in California. What's going on? <laughs> it's time to move on. Tank. Need multiple top five picks. Well, I, you know, I'm with you. I think we need to go into this draft for two picks in the first round. You know, I really do. I think we need to go ahead and try to flip those two second rounders. But again, why would Kispert or I'm not Kispert, but why would Kuzma and KP stay? Why would they stay? What's the what's the incentive? They play together. And clearly, this this um this core, this solid three, they're not enough to be the foundation of a contending team. And and, and that's it. You know, we can try to if ands and you know, oh, we, we can make it run. Let's, let's end it there. Look, we we are where we are, we've been who we are all year long, and look, it's too late in the game, man. Our record is 32 and 38. And if you look at the schedule going forward, it went from one of the most easiest schedules to we may win three more games. I mean, because we're we're crazy inconsistent and we cannot defend a daggone park car. It's, it's it, yeah, I'm with you. Um, we're gonna do two to three more comments, y'all, and then we're gonna go ahead and call it a night. But I love the comments, man. Um, I really do. Um, Paul Robinson, what's going on, man? This team has no urgency to win. So sad. Nope, they don't care. They don't care. It's on everybody's face. Kispert's the one guy. Kispert and Johnny Davis are the one. Two guys, well, really, all three of the young guys. I'm not going to even put Denny out there. Like, Denny tries, but, you know, I think it was a little too much to ask for him with the Rui trade to step up and be that factor off the bench scoring-wise because he still has things to work on offensively. And Kispert's stepping up. Long-term, what do I like what I see from Denny and Kispert? Yes, I do, especially with Johnny Davis coming into his own. I like the progression of these three young guys, but, you know, that's why a rebuild would help. Help nurture these guys. Help develop these guys, man. Because proper development, I think the three of these guys can be solid players, man. It can really help this franchise going forward. So that is just my uh, – see, Matt, what's going on, Matt? When we have to beat a fully healthy contending team this season, this team is giving false hope every time. Yep, they do because we're not a contender. We're not a playoff team. We are a team that our best-case scenario is the plan, and we're, we're a lottery team. And – we can continue to do play the same tune to try to make a second-tier guy an all-star or not an all-star. Well, I mean, he's made all-star teams, but a superstar when he's not. But we we got to – this franchise from owner down has to look itself in the mirror and really ask themselves, what is the vision here, man? What is the vision here? What are we really trying to do? Um, I'll do a couple more, man. Um, oh, A lot of good comments, man. I appreciate y'all tonight, man. Uh, We're going to do – OBJ the Dom. What's going on, brother? Shut these dudes down and get the highest pick we can, man. Yep. Shut them down. There's no reason to play coups for a daggone playing spot. Set them down. Let's see what we got in Kispert. See what we got in Denny. Give Johnny some minutes. Set them down. And if we try to get a couple, I mean, look, try to get another pick. Try to flip these two second rounders or a player. Try to get in the draft. I'm telling you, man, this draft is loaded, bro. I'm trying to tell you, this draft is loaded. You can find two difference makers easy in this draft that really expedite a rebuild. But the, the thing is, this franchise has – they have to want to rebuild. So it, that's it. All right. We are going to go ahead. Oh, I got see. I got a couple more. A couple more. Um, see, Rich, what's going on, man? Who would you rather give $250 million to, Donovan Mitchell or Bradley Bill? You, you already know. I'm not even going to answer that question, man. <laughs> you already know. I spider all day. Look, I, and don't get it twisted. I'm not anti-Bradley Bill, man. I like Bradley Bill. You know, I'm a, I'm a lifelong Wizards fan, man. I'm from the Commonwealth of Virginia. Grew up in DCA, man. You know, I've been a fan since we had Chris Webber. 
and we were the bullets. But so my top three wizards all time is Gilbert Arenas, John Wall, and Bradley Bill. But we have tried to build this team around Brad, and it fails. We failed. We can't. It, how many years are we gonna try here, man? How many years are we gonna try? Donovan Mitchell is that guy you build around. He is a superstar. That guy makes people around him better. He can put the team on his shoulders and win the game. We cannot put the game on Bradley Bill's shoulders and say, here, win us the game. We can't. But when you pay somebody a quarter of a billion dollars, that's the expectation. And that's my problem all year long. I'm not anti-Bradley Bill. It's just when you get paid a certain amount of money, it's like being the president. Yo, you're, you're that dude. You're the figurehead. You know, you 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 get criticized because you're that dude. You know, he's the president of this roster. You know, he's the leader. You know, you get criticized because you got paid to be that guy. And you're not, you're just not playing to that level, man. Um, man, again, a lot of good comments. I'm gonna do one more, but we have um a mailbag episode next week. So definitely save these um questions, man. And really, uh, we're gonna do a mailbag next week, but I'm gonna do one more. Uh Garo, I, I don't want to butcher your name, Le Megion. Trade Bill and Kuz and build around KP. Ah, that's gonna be hard, man. Who's gonna Who's gonna try to pick up Bradley Bill? Let's, let's, let's be really honest right now. Who Bradley Bill is right now in his career? He's a two guard who his three point shot is diminishing. He's a mid range guy. Um, is he consistent enough to really blow by a lot of these defensive guys in the league? Nah, you know he's got to expand outside the step back. You know, he's got to add some more moves in his repertory to really be the offensive weapon. You know, he can drive, but usually his drive is against defensive guys who aren't manning him up. You know, he ain't driving on Patrick Bev, man. I mean, I'm just being real with you. You know, these defensive guys, so, you know, Bill's here. You know, with him, with that salary, the no trade clause and the, and the trade kicker, who's going to pick that up? You know, I don't see Kuz coming back, man. I don't see it unless the money is too good to say no to. We get, try to give him twenty-five to thirty million dollars a year, but KP, if I'm KP, I'm not coming back because you've shown that a when you're healthy, you can contribute, and b you can be that guy who is a solid number two option, if not a number one option. I mean, KP when he's healthy, is a good player, man. I mean, he's an all-star level player. He's so I would like to see that, but I don't see it happening, man. Um, one more. I love talking to y'all, man. So a couple more comments. Uh, Chip said trade a big three. Well, we don't have big three, brother. We have a solid three, but I'm with you. Um, Kuz walks, KP walks, and I think Brad, you know, I'm not going to say untradeable because they said John Wall's untradeable. He said Russ was untradeable. But, you know, I, I definitely think a rebuild is the best course of action for this team. Um, again, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call it there, man. I appreciate everybody tonight. Um, appreciate all the love, y'all, man. I definitely appreciate y'all sitting up with me chopping up basketball man so we're gonna go ahead and call it tonight um again tomorrow night eight o'clock at home against the sacramento kings definitely watch show your support let's try to get this win um thank you for making locked on wizards your first listen today now make your second listen game to game nba every moment every top performance every result locked on game to game comes every game from across the nba with local analysis that only locked on can deliver follow game to game on locked on nba available on odyssey app youtube and wherever you get your podcast uh, YouTube, we are close to 3,000 subscribers. I believe we are 20 away. So if you're not a subscriber, definitely like, subscribe, hit the notification button when dope videos like this one come on, and definitely, definitely try to get these 3,000 subscribers. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, 
five-star review is much appreciated if you love our content me and e man we we try to keep it real with y'all man we try not to you know play the company line with y'all we try to give you real analysis you know our true opinions man so definitely appreciate you guys man um and twitter and instagram check me and my dude the real ed oliver out on twitter and instagram we chop it on game days and off days alike so again i appreciate everybody man i hope everybody have a blessed weekend have a safe and fun friday night and take care and peace hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today